Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Good morning, and welcome to Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me in studio today is Father Joseph Lobick, my favorite priest. He's from Sacred Heart of Jesus Catholic Church in Wadsworth. Welcome, Father. Thanks, Tim. It's great great to have you. Good to be here. Good to be here. Well, today we're going to talk about some deep subjects about heaven and heavenly creatures. And uh, question 52 the UCAT asks, what is heaven? That's always a good question. Everybody wants to know what heaven's like, and everybody wants to go there. So tell us, Father. We've been waiting on pins and needles. I can't answer the question completely because I've never been there. (laughs) But um, I'm hoping someday to be there. But uh, heaven is is the presence of God, really, the total, complete presence of God. It's it's the realm of God. It's not necessarily a place as we know a place, like this room or Washington, D.C. or something. It is a situation that we're in. It's not, it's not a physical place, but it's a state of being. That's what we were always taught as kids. It's a state of being. It's where we are or our consciousness is. And we don't understand that because it's hard to wrap our, our arms around that idea. But it is a place of eternal happiness, of peace and light and joy. And it's just about being with God. And that's what heaven is. And it can't get any better than that, right? It can't get I mean, any that's better That's as good than as it that, gets, yeah. just being in the presence but of God. people always ask those, well, what are we going to do there? You know, and people, you know, all the stuff that we do, all the things that we find so enjoyable on earth, we transfer that we're going to have all this stuff in heaven. But we have to remember that, again, in heaven with God, there is no time. So it's not going to be what am I going to do today and what am I going to do tomorrow or what am I going to do next week? But there is no tomorrow and there is no next week. It's all right now. It is a moment of, of total happiness, and that moment never passes. You can think of the happiest moment of your life, just a moment, and how you wanted something to last forever, that moment. Looking at and being with a loved one, whatever it was, looking at your child for the first time, whatever, you know, something like that. And that's a moment, and it passes. But the moment of being with God will never pass. And so, like I said, there is no more time. It will all just be one moment, and we can't possibly grasp what that means or have anything that is going to help us know what that's going to be like. Yeah, St. Paul tries to give us a little idea that no eye has seen and no ear has heard. And... To me, I think of that God loves us so much that we're going to be more than delighted, but also not only be in the presence of God, but with our loved ones, mm-hmm. worshiping and being in the presence of yeah. God. And so that's an aspect that is going to make it even more wonderful and more awesome. 
for those of us to get to heaven is to be with our loved ones and our family and friends in the presence of God, worshiping and loving God for all eternity. Right. And we're going to be aware and conscious of all those people that we love so much in this world, but not like we got to go and see this person. We got to go see this person, spend some time with grandma or, and spend some time with mom and dad. It's again, because we're only, we're talking about time and that's where we, there is no time in heaven. So it's being aware of all these things all at one time and that never ends. And it's like, again, we have no concept of that. We can't even imagine what that would be like. As you said, St. Paul, you can't even imagine. That's what St. Paul said. It hasn't even dawned on man what God has prepared for those who love him. And that's what we're looking forward to. But again, it's not something that we know. But again, it goes back to what we were saying uh, about being at Mass being at Mass every day or every Sunday. And that is a preview of heaven, that moment that we receive Holy Communion, the moment that we become aware of the presence of God in the Eucharist, or just being in front of the Blessed Sacrament and being with these people around us who love us and that we love them. And, you know, in Mass... You, we're, we hopefully are not so much aware of all the differences that exist among people. I've never heard of people fighting during Mass. People don't start arguments during Mass or, or you know, start punching somebody or anything like that. That's ridiculous. Everybody is together. We're happy. We're in the presence of God. and that's But that's just a, a shadow of what, it, what heaven is like. You can multiply that a billion times over, and you still won't be there yet. So then, Father, what is hell? Well, hell is the opposite of, of the total absence of God. Again, something that we can't imagine because we don't know. Even the, the most die-in-the-wool atheist doesn't know what it's like to be without God. They're just not aware of him. But he's there with them. In him, they still live and move and have their being, whether they know it or not. But hell is that rejection of God and the absence of God's love for all eternity. I often have thought of, in terms of, of hell as being knowing what we could have had. You're going to know what you could have had. You're going to know in some way the love of God. But you're also going to know that you're never going to have it, ever. Mm -hmm. So that's hell. And, you know, in spite of the images we get, you know, of, of fire and stuff like that. And, but really, I would, say, I would be more apt to compare it as the, I think the UCAT does uh, a very cold, dark place. Because there is no light and there is no happiness. It's just cold and dark. There's no warmth. There's no love. And that's what hell is, and saying that I don't want God. People and people make that choice. God, of course, does not send anyone to hell. It's what we choose by the way we live our lives. If we're if we live life saying I don't want God, I don't want Him in my life, I don't want to listen to Him, I'm going to do my own thing, and that's how I live. Then when we die, it's that it's not going to be any different. 
You know, people can say, well, I can do all this stuff, but when I get, when I get close to death, then I'm going to change. Who said, if you spend your life rejecting God's grace, what makes you think that when you're dying, you're going to change your mind? Mm -hmm. Because you're not used to it. You're not, it's something totally foreign to you, and it's not going to be something that you're going to readily turn to. Some people do, because it's something that was inside of them. It can happen, no doubt. It can happen. But when we, re- when, we, when we take that attitude, I'll leave all that stuff for later when I'm old. Don't be so sure. Don't be so sure. It's one of the reasons I go to daily Mass, because if I start my day focusing on hearing the Word of God, receiving the body and blood of Christ in the Eucharist, and, and praising God and thanking God for all the blessings He's given me, praying for my family and friends and my loved ones, if I start every day, then that's going to set the tone for the rest of my day. And even though I'm still a sinner in need of God's grace, that's going to be the habit that I've developed uh, since I was at Sacred Heart grade school. I mean, the nuns taught me that, the importance of going to Mass, not just on Sunday, but during the week. And So, Father, would you say it's fair to say that at the end of our lives when we stand before God, do we actually make the choice of heaven or hell or Jesus or no Jesus, would you say that would be fair to yeah, say? Well, it's, yeah, it's your, st- your free will. It's still in Making play. that choice right at the... Making the who knows. I, nobody knows that dynamic. That's why we pray for those who have died. Again, we pass over. There is no time. So whatever prayers we say for someone who has died, they could have died 30 years ago. But there are prayers of 30 years later can be applied to them at the moment of their death because again there's no time to god i my mother died in 1975 and i still pray for her every mm-hmm. day mm-hmm. so if she doesn't need it anymore then god will give it to somebody else would it be fair to say that when we stand before god at the end of our lives that if we're in a state of grace then we will have the ability and the grace to choose God if we're in a state oh, of grace. Oh, yes, you definitely Would you say you that? have, yeah, yes. But that doesn't mean we're ready to be with him because we have, as Catholics, purgatory. So what is purgatory, then? Well, purgatory is a, is a place of, of preparation, of cleansing, in order for us to be purged of all of the temporal punishment due to sin. You know, we're not. We, there's a lot of things we do that we have regrets about. And, and we may not think about those things too much. You know, our sins are definitely forgiven in the Sacrament of Reconciliation. There's no doubt. But we still carry a lot of baggage with those things. And we're not, so that makes us imperfect and not ready to be totally united to God's love. So when we die, we become aware of the fullness of God's love. This is the way I look at it. This is what, from what I've read of various saints uh, that have had experiences. Um, that we, in, in light of that love, we realize what I could have done, what I should have done, and I didn't do. So that is that pain and suffering of purgatory is, is one of remorse, of regret. And that's how it's purged out of us. Purgatory is not a mini hell. Some people think, oh, it's just it's like being in hell for a while. It's not. Purgatory is a wonderful place because it is a place full of God's love. So it has to be good. 
but we're still on the journey and it's a it's a place of god's wonderful mercy you know because if there was no purgatory then most people would never make it to heaven but we have that opportunity to to be purged to be cleansed to be aware and full of god's love so we can go and be with him that's why the church has always prayed for the dead if there is no purgatory then why for 2000 years have we prayed for the dead if if, if it's just heaven and hell heaven we don't need our prayers hell they're not going to help them anyway so if the, this whole thing of, of praying and this is something that is in scripture it's there the book of maccabees it's there. It's in in St. Paul's. First Corinthians. First Corinthians. So these things are are very. Why we have a funeral mass? We don't we don't have funeral masses just to celebrate someone's life. It's not about them anymore. It's about the mercy, the love, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's why mass is important, because that's what helps helps us to realize again that overwhelming love of God and why we have masses said for those who have died offered for them mm -hmm. because that's the greatest thing you can do And these I just if I get a oh, I'm not gonna run out of time here but have masses said for people who have died and don't cheat your loved ones out of a funeral mass they need all the prayers and grace they can get right great you've been listening to Father Joe Labick as we go through the UCAT this has been Tim Perry reminding you that God loves you more than you can even imagine until next time, bye for now. This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, Email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.